Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 105. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilal Springer. This week, we're joined by Forest's CEO, Ronan Percival, and Forest's product data analyst, Nula McGuire, to discuss getting your clients back in, but this time without the sales pitch. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salons, business, and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Killian. You're out of breath. I'm out of breath. I just ran up and down three flights of stairs to set the guys up in their studio and I am really paying for it. I need to get back in shape. <laughs> you definitely do. I thought you were going to run a marathon this year or something, you know? I'm slightly sweating as well, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Zoe, first episode back after the Digital Media Awards. What a great night. We were up for three nominations, Best Creative, Best Native Content, Hashtag Sell on Retail Week, and Best Podcast. It's funny you did the drumroll for the best podcast because actually the, the nomination that resulted in a silver was actually the Salon Retail Week. <laughs> yeah, it was. Fair play to Chris and the marketing team. They did phenomenal there because there was serious competition all night. So it was so nice, so good to see another second place come back this year. Yeah. And to me, like the, the most important thing, and I'm, I've mentioned this on the live because you were pretty much streaming the whole event for us online through Instagram with me. And it was a very new thing for both of us. We never really go live, guys. But was what, what was really great was that it showed the impact that we had on the industry we work in. And and that was the most important thing for me. And um, yeah, I suppose talking about new things, you've been dying. I know you've been dying. You mentioned this so many times since the start of the year. You've been dying to talk about what each of us has been reading. So before current and, you know, as many of you know, Force is all about upskilling, learning, and we'll often get like books dropped onto our desks. Uh, I know Johannes gets a lot of them anyways. So Killian, tell me, what's the last book you've read and what are you reading now? So the last book I read was Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. For anyone that doesn't know who David Goggins is, he was a Navy SEAL, he was an Army Ranger, but he's also an ultramarathon. And this guy, his mindset is just insane. Like we talk about stoicism, we've talked about it a few times. This guy is genuinely the daily stoic. Like there is nothing that can hurt him. No, like everything to him is a battle and he just gets through it. He is phenomenal. So I actually listened to the audiobooks because I'm too lazy to sit down and read a book. And it was done as a podcast format. So a guy would read chapters of his book, then they'd chat a little bit about it. Really good. 13 hours long, but I recommend it. So what have I moved on to? This is one that I've been recommended a few times. I just only finally now getting around to it. Shoe Dog, a memoir by the creator of Nike, Phil Knight. And uh, it's quite interesting. Um, it's not him doing the voiceover of it now. It is someone else. But just the way, like I'm only starting it, so I'm only about two chapters in, but he just seems so kind of relaxed and chilled about everything. Maybe I'm picking it up wrong, but yeah, really, really interesting so far. So that's where my books are. What books are you listening to, Zoe? Or reading, sorry. Yeah, I don't really listen to books much, to be honest. I, I tend to tend to retain the information better if I read them. So my goal is to, read at least one a month. In Jan, I read The Coaching Habit, which was one recommended uh, from the guys in Forest. And it was absolutely like it was such an easy and great read. It's all about, you know, how to, to become better at 
coaching people. I mean, the title kind of gives it all away. And then currently I'm reading, I'm halfway through Good Strategy, Bad Strategy, which is one of Patty Monaghan's favorite books ever. Uh, so yeah, super interesting. If uh, if any of you guys are on Twitter, I this is kind of why I use Twitter. That's the only reason kind of why I use it. And I just kind of summarize, uh, try to open a discussion around certain concepts and it helps me retain the information more, but it also uh, is a great opportunity to chat to whoever wants to have a chat about it so look at you plugging your twitter but yeah uh coach and have it really good book read that as well good strategy bad strategy it it's a lot of information it is i've tried to read that one a few times so i'll give that another shot but yes without further ado let's jump straight into the show so oh just before we do if anyone's reading any books out there that they want to share please do hashtag forest fm on twitter um but I just kind of like hope by us setting our goals here every week, we get to share the knowledge of some books that we're listening to in Forest and to share with everyone. So yeah, anyway, today's show, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked here. <laughs> today's show, yeah, it's all about SMS and rebooking, taking out the, the awkwardness of asking clients to rebook. So without further ado, we'd like to welcome, actually, we've had Ronan a few times here before, but for the first time ever, welcome Nuala McGuire. Thank you, thank you. Delighted to be here. It's great to have you guys. Welcome, Ronan. Yeah, welcome, guys. So, guys, uh, let's kick it off with yourselves. What books have you just finished and what books are you reading now? Let's get you involved. Yeah, so um, the book I just finished was something called The Amazon Way, which is a really short book. It's only about 100 pages and it's it's 12 chapters and each chapter is sort of something that they do in Amazon that makes that company work incredibly well. Um, and makes it so innovative and able to scale to half a million employees and still actually not be fully bureaucratic. So I think there's loads of lessons in there and I really enjoyed that, some brilliant things. And one of the things in there was that when you're doing a new idea, you do this six-pager about it rather than doing a PowerPoint presentation and that write out exactly what you're going to do, which is something that we've implemented here in Forest. And it's, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to kind of start doing, but it's really effective. And uh, the book I'm reading at the moment is, I used to, I'm a, I used to be a reluctant uh, environmentalist by a guy called Paul Kingsworth. And he used to be this big environmental campaigner. And he's just really, he's really pissed off at the world and, and about, you know, the environment and everything like that. And it's a, it's a really motivating book. I know it sounds kind of depressing, but it's also really motivating about doing something um, for the environment. It's something that I think everyone might know that I'm kind of on a bit of a buzz about at the moment is how forests can have more of an impact, uh, positive impact on the environment. And uh, so if people are wondering where that buzz has come from, it's from this book I'm reading at the moment. That's why we don't have lights on in the building anymore. If one goes around feeling the handrail. <laughs> we a lot more fun for that. For any forest fans that are listening, we're going to be doing it. There was a big survey went out there last week. We got like 200 responses on it. And um, that's been really helpful already, kind of guiding us. But we're going to be doing a lot of stuff around helping make forest uh, carbon neutral and, and things like that. So I'm looking forward to telling people about that. Delighted to see more about that. Yeah. What about yourself, Nula? Yeah, so I'm in the last few months of uh, a six-year degree in computer science that I've been doing. So all of my reading has been and shall be for the next four months, um, peer-reviewed journal articles and research papers on agile methodologies and uh, technology research so thrilling really <laughs> ripping you put it that way but i know you actually love it 
but I'm very aware I'm in the minority. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually funny you say that because when we were chatting before this episode, we said, oh yeah, we'll ask Nuala and Ronan. And I looked at Zoe and I said, Nuala's in college. You just know what she's going to answer. It's going to be some thesis or something. So yeah, pretty much nailed it. So Nuala, we mentioned you're a product data analyst. Um, Like other than crunching numbers and drawing up pretty graphs, what exactly is a product data analyst? And more importantly, what is it for Forrest? So I can only really speak to, to what it is in Forest. It's the only place that I've done this role. And I think maybe the way we do things is very uh, tailored towards the kind of company that we are and the culture and the values that we have. Because um, what, what, what I do, because we're in a company that's so innovative and we have all these new features that are coming out all the time, but I'm doing changes quite rapidly on a day-to-day basis. So there'll be some days where we're looking to uh, track a new feature that we've released. And the method of tracking that might be making sure that our salons are retaining more clients. And then the next week, the feature that we've released, the goal, the metric for that, that we're looking to measure might be to make sure that we're, uh, we're helping our salons retain um, their staff or increase their average bill or save time doing certain tasks. So it's, it's very varied. It's a very, very role. Um, and there's a lot of, a lot of different hats you end up wearing. So we're saying basically this episode has taken the awkwardness out of asking clients to rebook. You do the data around when a new feature is released, but are you involved in kind of identifying where we can come up with new features, like identifying problems? Yeah, absolutely. So there's, there's two kind of parts to the role. The first uh, that I talked about already is that kind of tracking feature when stuff's out there in the wild. Um, but before that, we do a lot of um, kind of audits on the features that we already have. So it lets us identify areas where there might be issues where clients may not be aware of how a particular feature works or that it's there in the system and kind of helping the uptake on that. Um, and it also lets us identify the areas that we're, we're doing really, really well in. And then by combining all that information, we can we can focus on the areas that we want to improve on or, or change aspects of. So, yeah, definitely um, most of the information that we would get that helps us decide what new features we're going to build, that comes from our clients. That comes from speaking with our clients and getting that feedback in. Um, and my role then is just kind of pull the numbers that back that up. So for years, um, Ronan, you, you, wrote a, you wrote an article or a letter to the industry about rebooking an SMS recently. Uh, it was published on the blog. And you were saying for years, Forrest has been trying to solve the issue of rebooking. Do you think we've actually finally cracked the code? Well, I think if we'd actually solved it, then every single cell in the world would just have to have Forrest because it makes it <laughs> improve that make a big difference to it. Um, like significant difference. So um, Nula has pulled out some stats. Uh, like there's two that jump out at me. Can I discuss them? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. So like there's two big stats that she's found, which I think even highlight this to an even bigger degree. Um, and so basically, somebody turned off the light in the room. <laughs> the, the guys are sitting in a room in pitch black now at the moment. See, this, this is Ronan turning forest green. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but yeah, so basically the two big stats are this. Number one, that salons on our system, there's other 5,000 salons on the forest platform, that salons that get a rebooking done before the client books in for their next appointment, whether that's, you know, like the day before or turns up for the next appointment. Salons that get a rebooking, you know, either on the day they leave or, you know, in the short time after that, 71% of those stay with the salon for a long time. Isn't that, isn't that what the stat is? What, what yeah, exactly? the, the, the specific that 71 comes from, like if you have a client who's walking out the door after their appointment, if they already have 
an appointment booked in when they're leaving. So if they're rebooked uh, six months down the line, you've got a 70% chance that they're still going to be a client with you. But if you don't have that booking rebooked before they leave, it drops from 70% to 35%. Why? Like that's, a, that's like a 50% drop. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. So is this an industry standard or is this just across all forest systems that you're pulling this from? This was uh, a randomized sample that we did of our clients. So we're looking at information from uh, July 2018. Um, we took a sample of clients who'd been with us for at least six months by that point, just to uh, to allow for anyone to... We didn't want anyone in there who was kind of new to the system and hadn't maybe set up rebooking for that long. This was people who had been using it for a while uh, versus people who'd been with us for a while but not using it. Um so, yeah, presumably, you know, if you're not there, because there are other parts of forests that help with your client retention. Presumably, if you're not using forests, that 35% chances is lower again, you know. Mm. That is absolutely insane. Yeah, so that's that's basically, so we know now that, like, you're twice as likely to retain a client if you if you rebook mm. them or pre-book them. Basically. And that like, you're twice as likely, but it's high stats as well. It's not like 10% or 20%. You know, if I said, yeah. you've got a 35% chance of winning the lotto, you'd, meh. but if I said you've got a 70% chance, you'd probably buy a ticket, you know? It's, yeah, yeah, it's a very high level. So yeah. that's that's a big stat, and that's that's a stat now I think we're going to be sharing with a lot of people just to really knock this home. Because the top salons, in my experience, like the salons that do really well, they really focus on rebooking. It's something that I put in the letter. It's something, you know, I've spent years visiting salons. I've worked in salons, you know, as a receptionist. So I, I know... I like I knew that was true, but I didn't realize how much it was true until I pulled out that data. So that was really interesting. And then the other stats. So the, what the rebooking, what we've done with the rebooking is he used to just ask you the next day after your appointment to, to, to rebook. And uh, what we did was we found that that kind of it wasn't that effective because um, if they didn't rebook on the day, why would they rebook the following day? And um, so we built this algorithm that basically guesses to a really high likelihood of success when a person is likely to book their next appointment anywhere and to reach them with a, a text message just before that happens. So when people are in the mindset of booking their next appointment, um, they'll get a message from the salon that they're going to, which makes them more likely then to rebook with that salon rather than rebooking with another salon. That makes sense. So this SMS is essentially preempting when they would usually contact the salon to book as opposed to X number of days. Yeah, and this is the option now we're turning on as default for everyone who's using this feature. So basically, Zoe, you go into the salon. I don't. I should ask you, if I'm a really good salon, right, I should ask you before you leave, and Forrest prompts you to do this anyway, but like I should say, Zoe, can I book you in for your next appointment? Okay, so yeah. we're taking... Salons still need to do that because the ones that do that get the best results, right? You should still do that. But there's people then that don't want to rebook there and then, okay? And then there's also salons that don't ask, okay? So that's, to be honest, that covers like the vast majority of people. So what do we do with those people? So Forrest has this feature called rebooking, which sends them a text. He used to send them a text the next day, but it didn't have a massive conversion rate. Like it was sort of like one and a half percent or something like that. What we've done now is Zoe comes in. She's not asked to rebook. She leaves. Three or four weeks go by. She's, she's just about to start thinking about, right, I need to go back to the salon. Boom, she gets a text on her phone. Hey, Zoe, here's some slots for you with, you know, Mikey, your stylist or whoever it is. And then she can click on that and, and, and book in. 
And what we're seeing on the stats on this is like are incredibly better than, than what was there before. What what are you seeing there? Yeah, so we we had we'd improved it from from kind of that two percent just work we were doing around rebooking anyway. Um but it's now it's now three times more likely that someone's gonna rebook if you send them this kind of predicted time text. Um because I know like for me personally, place where I go to get my hair done, I won't go there the same day every week. Sometimes it'll be two weeks and sometimes it'll be three. Because, you know, I'm just being run into the grounds by my CEO here. He's like, more stats, <laughs> more stats in the basement, just pulling out figures. Oh, we're back. <laughs> the light's back on. <laughs> I, I texted trainer guys just beforehand. I was like, someone turned that light on. <laughs> Maybe for the Halloween episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> just a little in advance. Yeah, like when, like when I go in, I don't know the next time I'm going to be free to go back to book. So I, you can't rebook back me in on the spot, even if you asked and threatened me at that point. Um it would be very, very good for me if, you know, I got that text then three weeks later and went, oh yeah, yeah, I'm about, I'm about you for that. Um, so it's another element of just kind of building up that, that relationship yeah. and that trust with your client as well. That, yeah. So we were looking at 2% on the next day, moving to 6%, which is three, uh, three No, we've actually, the... we've, we've managed to increase it from the 2% just over the last few, few months of work that we were doing up to yeah. uh, kind of four and a half or five. Yeah. And the new one now is 14, 15%. 15%. Wow. Okay. So that's amazing. So quick question then. I'm a bit the same. I don't always go back in on the same day or same two, three weeks, a month maybe. How does this new predictive SMS rebooking text work? Is it based on my personal data through Forest? Like, is it analyzing the patterns at which time I'm actually contacting the salon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 100% is. So I can't tell you the exact details, you know, the trade secret and all that. Um, <laughs> but it, it absolutely works off uh, your booking, booking cycle. cycle. So the more times you've been in to uh, to the salon, where you're using Forest, obviously we've a, a bigger picture and we can get more and more accurate as to when you're you're likely to book. But even uh, even for clients who've only been kind of once or twice, yeah. we can still use. The industry knowledge that we have as well yeah. to, to kind of... So, for example, like we know, like for example, if it's a facial or if it's a haircut or it's a color, or, you know, based on the type of service you're having, you've only been in once, we'll have a pretty good idea when you're next due. Do you know what I mean? Based on the service. Mm-hmm. So there's that element too. So it's using lots of diff- different data sources to and bring it together. And, and that's the magic formula, obviously. Uh, is is a secret but it's uh yeah it, it's it's working better and better like i think that was what was amazing that the percentage is getting higher as as more data is fed into it which is incredible for salon owners mm-hmm. to have access to the other really interesting thing about it is that because we're doing it based on an individual's booking cycle rather than um just anyone the next day if they don't have an appointment sending it out to them means you're actually sending less sms but getting a better return on what you are sending so if I'm a forest client, I'm sitting here and you're talking about rebooking SMS. But then I look at my system and I see I have client reconnect. Is that not similar? It's very similar. They they go hand in hand almost. Um, I think you mentioned the word preemptive earlier, which is the, the important distinction there between the two. So with reconnect, um, it looks at your actual appointment visits, but it only flags you up. As a, as a client in the Reconnect system, once you're already outside of that booking site. Yeah. So you've, you've fallen away as a client at that point. Um, the difference with the rebooking SMS is that we're reaching out to you before you would be due to book. So it's that preemptive. Before you've gone to another salon. 
Yeah, basically. Yeah. Ah, that's clever. So you've got the preempt and then you've got the at-risk clients nearly. But it's never, but you're never like if you rebook under the preempt, then you're not going to get reconnect. So they yeah. don't. It's not like they clash with each other. No, they they yeah. really do complement each other. I think in that sense. So if I am someone who, let's say, I'm due to book in in the next few days to go back into a salon, and for whatever reason I haven't, so I'm, I'm going to get my uh, my rebooking SMS, and um, hopefully, ideally, at that point, and data shows that I am likely to to rebook then. Uh, but if for whatever reason I don't, I'm busy. Things have happened. I'm locked in the basement again. Um, That's me. A couple of weeks later, <laughs> couple of weeks later, I'm going to get a different message from the system. So this one is less. Hey, we know you're due to come back. We're making it easy for you to do it. This one is more. Oh, you know, you've you're, you're outside of the cycle. You've dropped away. We're concerned. Um, so it's it's wooing someone back after they've already broken up with you, rather than promising to change to keep them. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of one of our trainers is doing a presentation on the on the essay, and one way of ta- uh, thinking of it was: Do you know the way sometimes, like when you leave school and when you leave college, you've got that friend that you're always really friendly with, but you just kind of lost touch, and you're just wait, you're like, if I text them, like we'd be back buddies again, or you're waiting for their text. It's just waiting for that text to go. Oh yeah, so that rebooking text goes out. It's like the client hasn't been to your salon six weeks; they've nearly forgotten about you, and then they see that text and the conversation's back up again it's like you never even stop talking that's it that's it <laughs> rather than when they send you the text and you ignore it for a couple of months and then you feel bad because the relationship <laughs> deteriorated a bit that's when you're going to get reconnected <laughs> that's a perfect analogy yeah so so listen guys i i have seen like i know there's there's a few uh there's a few quite a few results from this already. Um, one of our clients in Sutherland uh, invested, I think it was 1750 uh, in euros and got back over a grand in revenue from rebooking. Do we have any more like case studies or results from, from you know, this new release? Yeah, I mean, I, I could bore everyone with stats and stats and stats and the numbers stop being meaningful at some point. So uh, I had a chat with our uh, the lovely Neve, who's responsible for setting up all these these trials for the rebooking SMS, and she was saying that uh, just for just two weeks in February, we've got over four hundred clients who are on the on the trial in February. They've uh, sent roughly around just under uh, two thousand euros worth of SMS, and the appointments that have been booked as a result of those two, of that two thousand spend is ninety three thousand euros. Wow, that's that's split among four hundred salons, right? That, four hundred and forty, I think. It yeah, is. that's yeah. not one salon spending two grand's worth of SMS. No, that's our, that's our whole entire group of four hundred and forty salons. That is that is, that's mental. I think we need to retitle this episode, Zoe. So it's called "Taking the Awkwardness <laughs> Out of Asking Your Clients to Rebook." But I think we need to throw one of those stats in, like between the even like the seventy percent stat, where if you were re- to rebook before you left your salon, you're seventy percent more likely to come back. And then with that rec- the the revenue right there, like yeah, I think we need to rethink this title. So after throwing all these stats in, I'm assuming if there's any forest listeners here, they're going to want to know how they set this up. How can we get them set up on the predictive SMS rebooking feature? So, well, you can do it yourself in the system. If you just click on uh, contact support and the green button on forest, I think called help juice comes up and you just type in rebooking SMS into that. It'll show you the instructions of what you need to do. Or uh, even better is just to reach out on contact support, just type in, you'd like someone to, to ring you back on it. And, and uh, one of the guys in Grow, like Neve, will ring you back and, and, and sort it out for you. It actually, 
I'm just looking at the help juice and it actually looks very, very simple to set up. You just go to marketing. If, if you have questions around it and you want to, you want to talk to someone, absolutely give us a call. It, it is kind of a three-step process just to, clicks, yeah. to set it up yourself. Marketing, reminders, rebook SMS, sending options. Four steps. That that's, couldn't be any easier. Fair play, guys. That's a good setup. Well, I have to say that I had nothing to do with how easy it is. So. <laughs> but uh, uh, the in, in product and dev had m- much more to do with that than me. But yeah, it is really simple. And I think at this stage with these stats, you're kind of crazy not to do it, really. You know what I mean? So Ronan, Nula, I suppose before we wrap this up, what are kind of your hopes and expectations for the next six months on this? So the, the 14% conversion rate is brilliant. Um, obviously, the money that our clients are making is fantastic. But uh, I feel like if we can take all the data that we have out there now um, and use that to, to leverage it even higher so we can get, get that retention rate right up. Yeah. Well, I'll echo everything Nula just said there. If we can help make salons even more money off it than, than we're making now, that, that would be amazing. Um, and it'd be a great feeling and great result. Um, and I, I just think we're, we're beginning to, to, we've almost fully closed the circle on, you know, the prompts in the salon to help remind your front of house and your, your you know, the salon staff to rebook people. And then we have, you know, the, this rebooking SMS going out to capture them before they might rebook. And then if they still don't rebook after that, we've got the client reconnect to, to you know, a couple of weeks after that again. Prob- they might have gone to another salon or they're potentially at a loss to go somewhere else. Reconnect then um, has two texts over time, over a period of time to, to bring them in again. And so, we're, you know, we're, we're improving the retention rate all the time. And then, the, and then the next step is like, what when you know the client is definitely lost, what do you do? And we don't have anything for that right now. And I think that that's the kind of, we were what we're thinking of at the moment. I'll just say like, this isn't necessarily definitely going to happen, but if people hear this and they think it's a good idea as well, love to hear it. Um, they can email us in, but, um, is to do some sort of postcard or letter that's triggered from the system automatically to, to you know, cause you've, you know, that the, the client has lost maybe it's six months later that, it, and then a postcard or, or, any, or a letter goes out to the client automatically from the system and is actually posted. We've found a service to do that. Um, and then maybe that with some sort of little offer in it to get them back in. I think we could do that as well. That'll increase the retention rate a little bit more again. And we'll kind of close the loop all the way across. So that's kind of um, what I'd be looking to over the next year or so. Going back to traditional marketing, I like the sound of that. Postcard, hand delivered by Ronan. But uh, listen, guys, that's been brilliant. Thanks very much for joining us on the show. And Ronan, just before we go, you said you had an email there. If anyone did want to get involved, what's that email? Yeah, so if, if you just email in to letsgrow at forest.com, L-E-T-S-G-R-O-W at forest.com, you know, their normal contact. If you send in something about that, I'll get that directly as well. So Sounds good. We'll put that in the show's notes anyways for any of you who would like to get in touch. Lovely. Thanks very much, guys, and all the best. See Cheers, guys. guys. Thanks. So that was Ronan and Nula there talking about the rebooking SMS and how we're going to help take that little awkwardness out of asking your clients if they want to book in again at the point to sell system. And honestly, I don't know, we're probably not going to mention it or not. It's just going to happen. But I think we're going to have to relook at the title of this because some of those stats were just phenomenal. So let's move it into the second half of the show now, Zoe. What have we got? Yeah, so we've got a few things. I feel like it's been ages since I've had like loads of things to list out at the end of these episodes. So first things first, Monday, March 4th, 
at 11 a.m. GMT. So this is for UK businesses. We have a Making Tax Digital Salon Masterclass with Gloria Murray from Murray Associates Accountants. And this masterclass will give you the full breakdown of what this new government initiative is, how it will affect your salon, and most importantly, what you need to do to be prepared. So not to miss if you are a salon based in the UK, because this legislation is coming into play real fast and you'll have to be prepared for it from April onwards. And then as a reminder, I've talked about this quite a few times already, uh, the Thrive Sessions taking place on March 24th and 25th in Seattle at the Bell Harbor International Conference Center. We'll be sponsoring the weekend. It's a two-day intensive educational workshop. There's loads and loads of classes there. I'll actually be giving a workshop on both those days over lunch for which you will be getting some food and an Instagram ebook. And the workshop I'll be presenting is Lights, Camera, Post, Basic Photography Skills for a Standout Portfolio. So I'll be talking about composition rules, understanding light, taking better photos for your portfolio for Instagram and stuff like that. And also introducing to you some of the new tools that we're working on to help you build that engagement and that profile, that presence on Instagram. So if you want to sign up for that weekend or get more information on pricing, at least you can head over to thrive-sessions.com. And then finally, we have the announcement. Uh, we were just talking about this on the podcast a week ago, the Salon Owners Summit Roadshow. So this is taking place on April 15th. It's the first time that the Salon Owners Summit is leaving Dublin. The conference is from 9.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Then there's a drinks and networking reception uh, from half five to half eight. And it's taking place at the Dalsey in Chicago. We have uh, quite a few announced speakers already. So Scott Buchanan, Stephanie Jackson, Jay Williams, who we had on the show last week with Sinead talking about the roadshow, Neil Dukoff, Marla Boyle, and Heather Yurko. And for any more information on the Salon Owners Summit, you can check out salonownersummit.com forward slash Chicago. Get your tickets soon because they are flying out. And well, that's all we got for this week, guys. If, as always, you want to share your thoughts on this episode or have any suggestions, send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or leave us a review on iTunes. We genuinely love feedback and are always looking for ways to improve the show. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Forest FM, the Salon Owners podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.